Thank you for listening to the weekly messages of New Providence Primitive Baptist Church. To subscribe to our podcast, hear other messages, or learn more about us, please visit nppbc.com. Turn with us this morning to the book of 1 John, 1 John chapter 1. First John chapter 1, I've already read a verse of this this morning, but uh, my text is just a bit further down in the book. But I want to start at verse number 1. I believe that you find the beginning here. Uh, John was awful careful not to begin uh, just the beginning with the birth of Christ, but that Christ was before the world was ever made. And uh, the apostle John faithful in both the epistle and his own uh, gospel to record that. So I want to read that again this morning, and then we'll take our text from verse number 7. I don't feel like we'll be long, but I want to give you what's on my heart this morning and just obey God. So you pray for me. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life. For the life was manifested. Now that term itself indicates what took place at the birth of Jesus Christ. For the life was manifested and we have seen it. And bear witness and show unto you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifested unto us. That which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that also ye also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son Jesus Christ and these things write we unto you that your joy may be full (laughs) this then is the message which we have heard of him and declare unto you that God is light and in him is no darkness at all if we say that we have fellowship with him and walk in darkness We lie and do not the truth. But if we walk in the light, as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves, and the truth is not in us. If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. If we say that we have not sinned, we make him a liar and his word is not in us. Father, open the word to our hearts as we open our hearts to the word. We confess our need for it. We're desperate for you to speak. Impossible for us to speak a word, God, that speaks to any soul. But may the Spirit of God be the unction, the difference. May it move among us, God, from breast to breast. May it find its mark, and may every heart, God, be drawn unto you. For we pray it believing as we ask in Jesus' name. Amen.
Uh, I said our text would be the seventh verse, and, and it will be. I'd like to make a, a statement today and and uh, see if you agree. I claim the blood. The only thing that has prepared my soul for an eternity in the presence of a holy God is the work of the blood of Christ. I have nothing to boast of. I claim the blood, though. My sins, though they be many, are under the blood. (laughs) There are likely sins that I'll have to repent of yet today. I claim the blood for that. When it comes to being forgiven, it's not a question of am I forgiven. Christ has already paid my sin debt. I claim the blood. There are people today and there are denominations, there are religions of people that base their all of their values on what they have done, what they do. May I say to you today, it's not even my repentance that makes me clean. It's the blood. It is the power in the blood of Jesus Christ that has set me free. I can't even boast in having been a part of any of it. The very repentance that comes from our soul as a child of God when we recognize that we have sinned against God and and, and there's a drawing. All of that, you see, is, is us being brought into that place where the blood of Christ does what it does. And so I want us to look this morning just for a moment at a very simple concept, very simple thought from verse number seven. The Bible says this. He said, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light. Two things. Number one, we have fellowship one with another. But number two, the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanseth us from all sin. Now, I don't know about you, but of all the things that uh, I need more or need most in my life, being free of sin is at the top. Being made sinless is at the top. Now, I don't dwell in a sinless body, but there's something that occurred in my soul one day <laughs> that God had to deal with. It had to, it could only be God. We'll, we'll get to the thought here in a second, but I want to try to get us to see, friend, that apart from the blood of Jesus Christ, there is no remission of sin. Without there be the shedding of his blood, there was nothing that could redeem you and I. The reason that he was born was not that we might be able to celebrate the birth of of the God-man, Christ. The reason he was born was so he could die. The reason that God had to become flesh, the reason that Jesus Christ submitted himself to become flesh so that the blood that flows through your veins would also flow through his veins. And that he would then have the ability to offer himself the perfect, supreme, eternal sacrifice unto God. 
He was born so that he could die. The Lamb of God was born. The gift that was given, friend, was not a gift that that, that men simply receive as being the life of a child. No, it was something far greater than that. He was the light of all mankind. And born into this world in the flesh was the Lamb of God, one made in order for you and I to go free. But in order for that to happen, he had to die. Oh, what gifts have been given to us since we've been saved. But may I say to you again, apart from the blood of Jesus Christ, you're not saved. Too many today live as if there's another way to heaven. The shame of that very thought today ought to plague each one of us when we think of those around us that are confused about whether or not they're going to heaven. Uh, You know, you can ask anybody. Everybody believes when they die, they're going to heaven. But ain't nobody can tell you how they're going to get there. I want you to know that the only way that you're getting into heaven is through the blood of Christ. There's no entrance apart from that. there's There's no being received of God, being a child of God today. All of that takes place when the blood of Christ comes into your heart and it cleanses you from all sin. I want to touch on a topic this morning concerning the cleansing of his blood i claim that blood this morning by the way it's unpopular the world doesn't want to hear that there's a need as such and you know they still want to think that other sacrifices will do but there is nothing that god accepts but the blood of christ it alone and what he says here in verse number seven he said in the blood of jesus christ cleanseth us from all sin that word cleanseth the verb the tense itself is is present, meaning something greater than just I have been cleansed. It means that the blood of Christ is currently cleansing me. And it also means that the blood of Christ will be continually cleansing me. What it says is, as a matter of factly, is that the blood of Jesus Christ is doing a work. It has done a work. Amen. Everybody here that has been born again, can claim the blood that it has done a work. But it is still doing a work. It is the blood of Christ that is still purging me, that is still taking me. It's not like there's something in my soul that still needs to be saved. That work has been done. But the work of the blood of Jesus Christ is not just to make me ready to go to heaven, but it's able to make me right here. And it takes the blood of Jesus Christ in order to do that. People are trying to substitute the things of this world, the the works of God even. None of this change our sin debt until the blood of Christ has been applied. The blood of Christ cleanseth us. It does the work that had to be done before. There's some that I'm looking at this morning. You've been here for quite some time. You got saved a long time ago. The old account was settled. That's when the blood was applied. That's when the blood of Jesus Christ did a work that nobody else could do. But I'd like to share it with you this morning just as a simple thought that the blood is still, the blood is still at work. Its efficacy, friend, doesn't just, it doesn't stop at just at that purging one and making them ready for heaven. No, there is a process that is still going on in me and the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. 
Now, the good news is, is not only has he done the part in the past and he is doing a work today, but if he tarries his coming, he'll still have work to do tomorrow. And the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin, past, present, and future. I'm not certain whom you've trusted in this morning if you're here and you're undone without God, but let me be clear with this simple thought. Apart from the blood of Christ, you're not going to heaven. (laughs) You don't get into heaven unless you are without sin. There will be no abomination in that land. There is nothing that defileth there. There is no evil. There is no sin. There is nothing that is corrupt in that land. May I say to you today, the only the only way that you and I can be considered free of corruption is for the blood of Jesus Christ to have been applied to our heart. <laughs> you say, preacher, the blood of Christ is, is just a figment of one's imagination. No, it's real. It's real. It was shed that day at Calvary, and it was, it was spilled there, not in accident or in waste, but it was emptied from the Lord's body as a sacrifice for your sins and mine. Now, I'll give you this much. It is spiritual in nature. <laughs> he that shed that blood, though he was man, he was also God, and God is the Spirit. And, brother, the blood of Jesus Christ had the ability that no other blood can. It had the ability to take a man who was dead in sins in this world and by the power of its saving forgiveness, its cleansing power, he had the power, friend, to make you and I spiritual. He would say unto Nicodemus, it's not the flesh that has to be born again, it's the spirit. And if your spirit has not been born again, you say, how do I be born again? Romans 10 would say like this, but what saith it, the word is nigh thee even in thy mouth and in thy heart, the word of faith which we preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. The blood of Jesus Christ, though I don't remember the actual occurrence, right? There wasn't, there wasn't kind of some kind of vivid representation in my mind as as I was being born again. As a matter of fact, I don't know exactly where I got born again. It was somewhere between that bench right in there and and here. God did a work. (laughs) Now, I can only tell you based on what I've read of what he did. How he did it, I don't know just exactly but I do know that he did it with his blood and that he took the shed blood of his only begotten son. You know, I've heard many times people say just one drop would save people. You know, I don't know whether I got one drop or I got the whole deal. Maybe we can ask him when we get there. How much did it take to save me? All I know is it was enough. And it's power was able to take the vilest and the dirtiest of sinners and just like that, make me clean. He washed away all of my sin 
Now we can sing today the old song, my sins are gone for one reason, because the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. We're thankful for things today. I'm going to ask them to come back and get a song. I'm going to stop there. We're thankful today for so many different things. I thought as Melissa was singing that song, we're grateful for our families today. If you've got one, you certainly should be grateful for it. They're not perfect, and they could be better. And We've all got people that need to get right or get saved. But we could be grateful today that things are as well with us as they are. But I want to encourage you today not to leave this one out. Let's be grateful for the blood that was shed for the cleansing of our sins. If the blood had not cleansed us of all of our sin, we would not be here right now. We would not rejoice We'd have nothing to be glad of heart about. And though things could be better, and there are things that we would like to change, God forgive me if I live one day of my life and don't thank him for the blood that he shed. We walk in the light as he is in the light. Two things he said. One is that we have fellowship one with another. And that's good. Number two is he said the blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us from all sin. Have you been cleansed of your sin debt? Has all of your sins been washed away? If they've not, you're not going to heaven. But I tell you, they can. The blood of Jesus Christ cleanseth us. Past, present, and future of all of our sins. And I worship him today, and I claim that blood as being the single source of my soul's forgiveness. He paid the sin debt. I couldn't pay as we stand and sing this morning. If you have a need of Christ today, would you come?